a Christ-like servanthood. And our text will be found in Mark chapter 10, verse 35 to 45. May I request for our, my brethren, for all of us today, to please rise up with me in reverence to the reading of our Lord's word. Let us read Mark 10. And James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to him and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And he said to them, What do you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant us to sit, one at your right hand and one at your, right, at your left, in your glory. Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. And you are, are you able to drink the cup that I drink or to be baptized with the baptism with which I am baptized? And they said to him, we are able. And Jesus said to them, the cup that I drink, will, you will drink. And with the baptism with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But to sit at my right or at my left is not mine to grant but it is for those to whom it has been prepared. And when the ten of them heard it, they began to be indignant at James and John. And Jesus called them to him and said to them, You know that those who are considered rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. But it shall be not so among you. But whoever would be great among you must be your servant and whoever would be the first among you must be slave to all for even the son of man came not to be served but to serve and to give his life as ransom for many god bless the reading of his word makakaupo na po kayong lahat mga kapatid so we are studying and we are having this series in the book of mark as a part of our discipleship program or series. And last week, our Pastor Ray has uh, said, na talagang, I'm sitting at the back at Hope Room. And then I say, wow, Pastor Ray is so intense. <laughs> He's so intense and how he has delivered this uh, faithlessness amongst the people and amongst the disciples sometimes. He says that may the Lord marvel at our faith in him, leading us to embrace a gospel life, field life. We need faith in order to serve the Lord. We need faith in order to obey the Lord. Faith is, an, is a necessity for an individual who says that I am a follower of Christ. We need faith because by faith we have accepted Christ as our Savior and our God. With that faith that is in us when we have received Christ as our Savior and our God, serving will be easy. Is that so? Easy nga ba mga kapatid ang mag-serve? Ang masasabi ko po ay challenging. Challenging, but it's worth everything that we do. It depends on whom you serve, and it depends 
who is the object of that service that we are doing. So the goal of discipleship is for us to be transformed into the likeness of Christ. Ito talaga po yung aim natin, yung goal natin, why we are doing, why we are studying, while we are teaching about discipleship is that so that our being, our characteristics, our person, our personality will be just like Christ. Hindi po tayo magiging kagaya ni ng Panginoong Jesus na Diyos. Ano po? Hindi po tayo magiging Diyos. Let me clarify that one. But His character, His personality, how He has acted, that is the likeness that God wants us to have. And what a better way than to look at how Jesus lived. Hindi lang po siya nagturo, hindi lang po salita ang kanyang mga ginawa, but he had demonstrated what kind of a servant should be, should be like. Hindi yung, he is not like those that, okay, you do this, you do that, and I'm here, I sit down here. No. Our Lord Jesus set an example for everyone and even right now, in our time, hindi lang nung kapanahunan niya that he has set those examples because now he also has set those examples for us to learn how to serve the way he does. So the passage that we read speaks of one of the many qualities of Jesus that we can imitate. Many, and this is in the area of servanthood. There are many instances, not only in the book of Mark, but in the book of Matthew, Luke, and even in John, ay makikita po natin how has the Lord has ministered and served the people. Today, we will look at how He served so that in turn, we could also serve just like Him. So how did Jesus serve? He served selflessly. Selflessly, Selfless means being concerned more with the needs and wishes of others than one's own need. It means you are putting the need of others, others and setting aside your own need so that you could help the other who is in need. So our Lord Jesus has set that as an example of help selfless uh, service. One of that example is when, of course, there are many, many instances, but I just want to point out one of that example is when in Matthew chapter 14, 1 to 13, and in Mark 14, chapter 6, 14 to 27, we see that in these passages, it narrates to us about the death of John the Baptist. John the Baptist died not in a very pleasing way of dying because he was beheaded by Herod just to please the request of this young girl whose mother is her mother was Herodias that he requested for the head of John the Baptist. I'm just summarizing it mga kapatid but if you have time please read through it. So in the book of Matthew it says there that when he heard about the death of John he decided to withdraw and go to a place so to have silence maybe, but the book of Matthew says to rest. But I am thinking that maybe, because John the Baptist is a close relative of Jesus, 
Maybe at that point in time, he decided to withdraw because he also wanted to grieve. He is sad because someone has died that way. He is sad because there is a way to die properly, but to die in that manner is really a sad story. So to grieve, he needs to be away from the crowd and he needs to be with his disciples so that they could also rest. So the thing is, when the people heard that he is in that area, the people came. They came to him. And upon seeing them, he had compassion on them. So yung balak niya na magpahinga, magluksa, wala na, hindi na natuloy. Because of this compassion that he has. So he taught them, he healed the sick, and that leads to the feeding of the 5,000. So the feeding of the 5,000 happened because Jesus had put his own need, in, he set aside his own need and served with others. It is not an easy task. To put the need of others above ours. Especially when we ourselves are in need. But God called us to serve him in that manner. Because he himself has given us whatever we need instead of his need. The opposite of selflessness is selfishness. In selflessness, it promotes unity, compassion, love amongst everyone else. But self selfishness creates tension, rivalry, and disagreement. This is what happened in our text when John and James went to Jesus, and in their own desire, who want to know, they want to know who will be sitting. Beside Jesus, when his glory, when we will be glorified. Who will sit on the left and on the right. You know what happened as we read the text? The ten who heard about that kind of request. Ano sa palagay niyo ang kanilang reaction? The word says they became indignant towards James and John. So because James and John is thinking about their own benefit. They want to know, but they disregard what do others think if we are supposed to do. They are so bold enough to ask for it. So, ang nangyari, maybe nagkaroon ng silosan, nagkaroon ng, ano niyo yung chismisan, maybe, nagkaroon na ng strap. Sino ba siya? Bakit ba siya ganun? Why is he so what is it that he is so special that he could ask the Lord to sit beside them? Dahil ba sa mas malapit sina sa kanya? Because he always go with them? So that kind of selfishness creates that kind of tension amongst them. That's why the Lord himself called them upon him. He called them and teach them that the true greatness is someone who serves. He taught them, when Christ taught them, he didn't teach them when there's a lot of people around them. God, our Lord Jesus, teach them privately. 
That's how the Lord thought. So may we desire to serve selflessly, not selfishly. We put the agenda of God, not our own agenda. We put him. It's him that matters. But like what I said, serving, putting others' need at times is kind of challenging. But if that's what it is, God will help us to do so. So God, on, Jesus not only served selflessly, he also served humbly. Humble and pride are two different ways. They are the exact opposite. Humble, the opposite of humble is proud. So the Lord Jesus shows in Philippians chapter 2, verse 6 to 8, have this in mind among yourselves, which is, in you, which is yours in Christ Jesus. Although he is in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of man, being found in human form, he humbled himself, become obedient to the point of death, even at the cross. So here we see that Paul has vividly illustrated the principle of Christ's humility. Jesus willingly took the role of a servant. No one forced him to do it. Willingly. Iba po yung pinilit na ano, susunod ka ba o hindi? Hindi po ganon. He willingly do it. He just obeyed the will of God. He did not empty himself of any part of his essence as God. He is still God though he came and lived amongst us as human. His essence of the sovereignty of God, the God in him, didn't disappear. He is still God while he is man that he dwells amongst us during his stay here on earth. He did not empty himself with that essence. Instead, he merely gave up his privileges as God and took upon him the essence of a man. The essence of a man is someone who is also hungry, thirsty, tired. It, he gets hurt too. And the, and the Bible says that he also cried. So this is the essence of a man. These are the things that he has given up. Whereas in heaven, he don't have to do that. These are the privileges that he has. Why? Because he wants to serve and he wants to answer the call of God. So he humbled himself, came as a human that dwells amongst us so that he could perform and he could do what God had told him to do, to be the savior of the world. He came, he died, because that's what God's will is. Remember, he willingly gave it up. No one forced him to do. Because he loved us. That's why he is so willing to do it. In another demonstration of his humbleness, this is an actual act of humbleness, is written in John 13. In John 13, he demonstrates two 
this humbleness by washing the disciples' feet. How many of the disciples? Twelve of them. And during the time, they don't wear, uh, hindi sila nagsusuot ng mga close shoes, they are wearing sandals. At ang, mga, ang kalsada po noon ay hindi po kagaya ng kalsada sa Singapore na plastado, walang alikabok. During the time, is dirty. Dirty po ang kanilang mga feet. But he was his disciple feet, disciples' feet, as an example of servanthood towards others. Could you imagine, he knows who will betray him, right? He knows that Judas will betray him. Yet, in his humble action, he also was his feet. Maybe if I'm the one, I know that this person will betray me eventually. I will ask him to leave. Or maybe I will just smack his feet. If I'm the one. Because I know that why am I going to do this? But Jesus didn't do that. He humbly do it out of love towards that disciple. Same thing with us, mga kapatid. We are to serve one another whether we like the person or not. We are to love one another whether that person is lovely or not. It is true. It's easy to serve someone who is lovely. Parating nakangiti. It is easy to call on someone to, to do this for her because every time we see her, hindi niya tayo iniisnab. But how about this person that we are supposed to serve? Suddenly, sabi mo, upo ka po dito, sister. Ayoko nga, dito ako. Are we still having that kind of humble service when inside us we want to smack that person and say, mas marunong ka pa sa akin. Yung mga ganun po ba? There's a time that one of our sister here, after our class at IBI, she asked me this question. Ati Salve, marunong ka rin bang uh, magtampo o magalit sa amo mo? We all know, mga kapatid, that I, I, I work with my at my employer's house. And I told her, yes, marunong ako niyan. Marunong akong magalit din. That, that humbleness sometimes is gone. Especially if you're, it is too much to handle and sometimes we snap out and we act that way. Could you imagine, I'm just sharing this to all of you because I know this is common to all of us. If I'm angry and I cannot control myself, I will slam the door really hard <laughs> that the entire house could hear it. And even the plates, the plates that I'm watching, because sometimes after we do our washing of our, the dishes and we keep the kitchen clean, and then when you get out just to take water, then you see all oh, those so many things. It, it really makes me that kind of anger that sometimes when I watch that, blam, 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 that kind of uh, action. But you know, after I do that, our Lord rebuked me for it. So you see, when we act 
with that emotion that we have, in the end we regret because the Holy Spirit will convict us for that. So what I have learned when I am in the words of being angry, I run to the toilet and pray. I pretend to go and do my thing in the toilet, but actually I sit down and say, Lord, help me because I cannot control my emotion right now. Help me because I want to, to be seen as your child. I, wa- I, I carry your name. They know that I am a Christian. I serve the Lord. But if I behave that way, my testimony of who am I serving is gone. So the best way to deal with this kind of surge of our emotions that we need to snap up, run to the Lord and say, Lord, help me. He will. He will calm us down. So in the end, we can truly serve. We lay down the privileges to get back at them because we know we are right. But because of being a servant of the Most High God, we ought to practice humble service. So the Lord not only served selflessly, humbly, but he also served sacrificially. So our text today, it says that for even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as ransom for many. So we are going to have to commemorate that day when our Lord Jesus gave up his life on the cross this coming Friday. As a matter of fact, we are in the Lent season. But what a way to remember, what a way to rejoice that our Savior Jesus Christ has sacrificed his own for the benefit of our salvation. Because if he didn't came, he didn't come as a man and be a ransom for our sins so that we could have salvation, none of us could be able to approach God. None of us is able to save ourselves. None of us will say, Lord, I can call you now. Can I call you now? Can I pray to you now? No, we can't. But because of his sacrificial death on the cross, now we are able to come to God as our God. We come to him as our father. He even called us friend. Isn't that a wonderful thing? But because of his sacrifice, we came to have such kind of privilege. So the same thing with us. When we answer the call of God, we also sacrifice. Sacrifice comes with suffering. That's what the Lord Jesus does. He suffered the death that is the most cruel form of capital punishment. That is crucifixion. The Romans reserved the agonizing death of crucifixions for slaves and foreigners, and the Jews viewed death on the cross as a curse of God. So this kind of sacrifice that the Lord Jesus Christ has done 
Hindi po tayo excuse, mga kapatid. When, that when we answer God's call, here comes suffering. Hindi ko po kayo tinatakot. Ano po? But this is the reality. This is the reality that when we put ourselves there to serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, no matter how careful we are with the words that we say, no matter how careful we are with the action that we do, we can't please everyone. But will that stop us from serving? Obviously not. Because our Lord never stopped that sacrifice that He did, the sufferings that He go through. He didn't stop Him from giving His life for us. So for us, though serving is sacrificial, giving up what you think is right for you, for the glory of the Lord, is a worthwhile sacrifice. Remember, He gave His life for our salvation. He gave up His all for all of us. Anyone who believes will have that privilege to serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So knowing that Christ has served selflessly, humbly, and sacrificially, how then can we serve like Christ? What are the steps that we need to do? Because sacrifice, and it is a challenging role to serve, especially if we are serving so mga pasaway, yung mga ganun. <laughs> But the thing is, God is willing to help us. So what are the ways that we need to do? We need to spend time with our Lord. How? What kind of spending time? Nagchichikahan lang ba? O nag, uh, ano, nag, uh, nagdadaldalan lang ba? Of course, we are spending time with the Lord through prayers and through studying and meditating His Word. Prayer is not an op- is, is not what al- alam niyo yung is not an option, but we need to pray in order to sustain us in our daily life. Try doing your stuff without praying. Try starting the day without praying and you feel that you're easily irritable. Counting ano lang, sinabi ng amo o ano, gawin mo ito, wala na. Iba na yung dating sa atin. But if we spend time with the Lord first, there's a change that happened to us because the Holy Spirit dwells in us. So communing with God is a way that we could serve and we could learn from Him. Because when we spend time with God, we get to know Him. We get to know everything about Him and He will teach us. Sometimes when we are spending time with Him and reading His Word, po tayo ng Panginoon. When we did something wrong, He will point out to us. But sometimes, we try not to go to the Lord because we know we did something wrong. Ano po? 
Alam ko mali po yun, Panginoon, pero no, I, I, alam niyo yung nag-atubilit na yung lumapit. But the only way to know the Lord is to come to Him and ask Him for that forgiveness because we know that we are wrong. So if we spend time with the Lord through prayer and meditating of His Word, then we will be living, walking in the leading of the Holy Spirit. He will fill us with His presence and He will guide us in everything that we do. In John 14, chapters 14, verses 16 to 17, Jesus was speaking to His disciples and He told them about the coming of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will be our counselor, our helper, our guide. He will lead us into all truth. That's what the Lord Jesus says. So when we answer the call of God, we are not alone in it. We have him with us. We, he will give us the leading, the guidance, and the infilling of the Holy Spirit. He will empower us. He will fill us with his presence. But sin may hinder the infilling and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Sin is the one that could lead us into not coming to the Lord. But he says that if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us. So if the Holy Spirit is convicting us because we did something, mga kapatid, go to the Lord and ask for forgiveness. He is ready to forgive. You don't go to your neighbor to confess your sin. You don't go to anyone. It is God alone whom we can confess the sin. If that sin that you are guarding in your heart is so, is so intense or maybe is so, you don't even want to share it to anyone else because it's rather scandalous maybe. I have a solution. And I know we know. Go to the Lord because the Lord will keep your secret. You cannot say it to anyone. But going to the Lord and pouring your heart to Him and saying, Lord, I have done this. No matter how big is the sin, God's forgiveness is bigger. God's love is bigger. What we need to do is to go back to Him, confess the sin, and He is willing to forgive. That's how. So now, knowing all of these things, that we can come to Him, we can pray, we can spend time with Him. He will teach us how to serve Him selflessly, humbly, and sacrificially. My question to all of us now, what then is stopping us to serve? Him. Hindi na dapat nagpo-promote si na pastor eh. Hindi na dapat uh, every time mayroon tayong announcement, come serve with us, come serve with us. 
Because a person who has genuinely experienced God's salvation, God's grace, God's forgiveness, God's mercy and love, will automatically desire to serve the one that saved him. Serving the one that loves you is easier because you know that God does all of it for you. So the prophet Isaiah, when he was called by the Lord to serve him, he experienced the Lord's, the Lord's presence first because he saw God in his vision that he is a holy God. Because the angel says, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And he saw his sinfulness. He acknowledged, oh no, I'm going to die because I see the holiness of God. But the angel says, your sins are forgiven. Because he experienced that kind of forgiveness and love and grace to God. When God calls and asks, whom am I going to send? To tell the people of Israel that there will be judgment that is coming to them. He, he immediately says, here I am, Lord, send me. He didn't say, here I am, Lord, send him. No, he says, here I am, Lord, send me. Because I exp he experienced that kind of forgiveness, grace, and love to God. That's why he can definitely say, here I am, Lord, send me. So since we are all here, I believe that all of us here, we have experienced that grace and love, the forgiveness, the redemption from God. So what is stopping us to serve and say, yes, Lord, I'm going to serve in the Prince Kids ministry? Is it because of fear? Joshua when he succeeded Moses, he's very fearful to lead the Israelites, knowing that the Israelites are stiff-necked people. But God encourages him through and through. Read chapter 1 of Joshua. I will be with you. Be, fear not, for I will be with you. If I am with Moses, I will be with you. So is it your limitations your capabilities, or you feel like you don't have what it takes to serve. Dahil wala tayong PhD, wala tayong certificate that we have graduated in such kind of a university. We just finished maybe grade 6 or high school. Is that stopping us to serve? Look at Gideon. When God called him and came to him, the angel came to him, he's doing stuff in a wine press and pressing all the things because of the oppression of the enemy. And the angel of the Lord called him mighty man of valor. And he says, how can I answer you? How can I serve you, Lord, when my tribe, the tribe of Manasseh, is the least among the tribes of Israel? He even says, I am the least amongst my family. But what God wait for asking for Gideon is for him to say, yes, Lord, I'm going to save the Israelites upon the oppression of the Midianites. 
And did indeed God help him? All he needs to do is to answer the call of God and says, Yes, I'm going, Lord, by the power and by your help. God continued to encourage him. So, is it our age that's stopping us to serve? I am too young, Lord, to serve. Wala pa akong 20. I am in my teens. Well, when Jeremiah was called by God, he says, Lord, I'm so young to go and do this ministry. But when Jeremiah finally says, yes, Lord, I will go to the people. I will preach to them that they need to submit to their enemy. Preaching, that kind of preaching or teaching is not an easy task. Because no one wants to submit there to the enemy. But God is with him. God see him through all those 40 years of his ministry. All 40 years of his ministry, no one listens to him. But he never gave up on his service to God. Is it that you are thinking that, oh, I'm close to my retirement now. I am a senior now. Senior is maybe 60. But when Moses served the Lord to lead the Israelites out of Egypt from slavery, he is 80 years old. So 60, malayo-layo pa sa 80. My 20 years pa. So I'm calling all my fellow senior citizens because I'm coming to 60. <laughs> Wala pong retirement sa pagsuserve sa Panginoon. Get out of your retirement. Come and teach the kids. Get out. Come. Because the Lord doesn't look at our age, whether young or old. What He looks at is our heart. Are we willing to serve no matter what circumstances we have? Or we just sit and do nothing? Kaya mga kapatid, this is not. Wala po tayong maidadahilan kung bakit ayaw nating maglingkod. So is it, are you hesitating to serve because you have been hurt inside the church? Peter was hurt. Joseph was hurt. Joseph was hurt by his own brothers. He was sold to the Midianites and he became a slave in Egypt. But though he is a slave in Egypt, he remained to be faithful to God. If we look at the account of Joseph, it says there because God is with him, that's why the favor of God is always with him. Even in prison, even though he, he was accused of molesting Peros, uh, Putifar's wife, God is with him. So at the end of the day, because he remained with God and he served faithfully with God, God had promoted him to be the second in command in Egypt. So are you hurt? Like Peter. Dahil 
our own doing, we hurt the Lord. We know it is wrong, but we still go ahead and do it. We know it is wrong to enter into a wrong relationship. We know it is wrong to say bad things to others. Yet, we still go ahead and we feel that kind of alam niyo yung conviction in our heart that we are not worthy anymore to serve God. Peter was restored by God. He restored him and if we read the book of Mark, he has preached the word of God boldly and many believe. If God could work in the life of Peter, he can also work in our life so long as we come to him. No matter what pain, God could heal it. But the thing is, are you willing or are we willing to come to God and let him heal that broken heart that we have in order that we could serve him in a manner that he wants us to do? So may this truths that we have heard today will steer our hearts in whatever area or capacity that God had given us. May that love that we receive from God, may that compassion, that grace and mercy, the salvation that we receive from God will spur our heart to serve Him sacrificially. Setting aside our own, but what matters is the Lord's. Let us pray. Father in heaven, thank you for your love for all of us. Thank you for understanding us. No one understands us the best but you. No one knows us more than you do. And Father, as you seek our heart, if there's anything in us, Lord, that is hindering us to give our full service, our full life to you, Father, forgive us. We believe, Lord, that you can restore and you can heal any pain. You can encourage anyone, any one of us here in this hall. You know all of us. So our Father, thank you for the Lord Jesus. Because he has shown us how to serve and help us through the power and through the might of your Holy Spirit. To serve you faithfully like him. That no one will hinder our service. Because we know that the service that we offer you is acceptable to you. Lord, thank you for the faithfulness that you have shown us. There are times, Lord, that our service was not acknowledged. But we know, Lord, 
That's what you said. That you are our greatest reward. We offer you, Lord, the labor of our, of our service. Because we know that our labor that has been offered to you is not in vain. Thank you, Lord, for all of this. Thank you for the privilege to serve you, our King of Kings and our Lord of Lords. To you be the glory forever and ever. Amen and amen. Let's give the Lord our clap offering. Let us all stand. Thank you, Sister Salve, for the powerful reminder of God's calling for each one of us to serve the Lord. You know, it's just a response to His love, a response to His mercy and grace. That's why we serve. And let this song, as we would sing this song, let it be our prayer that no matter where God places us, may it be in church, may it be in our workplace, in our homes, our heart will be with posture of service. And I pray that as we will go journey in this discipleship, we will follow Jesus, His ways, His life, and the way He served. Let's just worship and listen this song, Make Me a Servant. Hallelujah. Make me a servant. Make me a servant. so much. 
you even have sacrificed your life. And Lord, appropriate response, oh God, is for us to give back our life to you as a pleasing sacrifice. Love so amazing, love so divine, demands my life, my heart, my all. Lord, as we have heard the word today, let it be ringing into our heart. Let it be, Lord, that you would change our hearts. That like John the Baptist, he prayed. He said, less of us and more of you, Lord, in our lives, O oh God. Lord, baptize us with your spirit. Baptize us with your love. To no matter where you place us, maybe in at work, Lord, in our homes, we will serve like you do. Salamat, Panginoon, for your faithfulness in our lives. And Lord, let Living Word Fellowship be a place where we will serve one another with love, with grace, sacrificially, because we are following your ways. We are following our Savior. We are following and imitating you. Jesus, our Lord. Let's just raise our hand and receive the benediction. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Jesus Christ, that together you may be with one voice glorifying the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. Lord, as we go in our different places, open our heart, open our hands, Lord, that we will welcome people around us as you have called us to serve like you do. We give you glory and honor. We give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Let's give the Lord a clap offering. Thank you for those who have joined us uh, in YouTube and Facebook. Hopefully you can join us next week in Pisigali here in Shekinah Hall. Salamat po. God bless. Thank you, everyone. You may be seated.